This is the EPLOG audio experience. Can I be an author? How cool would that be? Or perhaps I wouldn't need to work on my mundane job anymore then. Now while the life of an author looks fancy, most authors when starting out are juggling multiple roles. And today we are breaking the dreamy myths and covering the bittersweet realities of being a published author, lyricist and writer at large. What do you need and how do you get there? Do you pick only one niche or doing multiple genres is better? Hello and welcome to Voice of Achievers with me Yashika. Our guest today is Ms. Vibha Batra, an author, graphic novelist, advertising consultant, poet, lyricist, translator, playwright, scriptwriter, speaker and creative writing mentor. She's published 19 books including Pinku Shergill the Pastry Chef, The Secret Life of Debbie G a graphic novel, Bhatinda to Bangkok, The Reluctant Debutant, Isha Vasya Upanishad, Knowledge and Action amongst many others. The fun part however is that she's an advertising professional by the day and author by the night. She's worked with organizations like ICICI Bank, Aditya Birla Group, Times Group, etc. She's collaborated with popular publishing houses including Penguin and HarperCollins. She was one of the 25 authors from five continents to headline the Sharjah Children's Literature Festival in 2022, and it's such a pleasure to have these multiple people as one guest on our show today. Welcome, Vibha. Thanks so much, Ashika, for having me. You know, Vibha, this is almost like I'm having a conversation with ten different people. How does one really manage this dual life or these lives, multiple lives, so to say? You know, actually, it's not you know demarcated into day and night because what happens, you know, at work, I just announce that I'm working on a book. So if we have some time off, you know, there'll be a colleague just marching up, and they'll say, you know, why are you just sitting and twiddling your thumbs? Don't you have a book to write? Just get going, get cracking. Even my little one has started asking me that. How's that book going? So you mean to say that there are your, you know, your colleagues during the day who come and ask you this? Yeah, yeah. Actually, what happened? See, it just started from book one. So, uh, book one was Ishavasi Upanishad. It's a translation of my grandpa's book. So, you know, I just announced to the whole wide world that I was going to translate his book, and it was so, so hard, you know. So, it took me over one and a half years, and you know, I soon realized that you know, starting something is much easier. But sticking to it and getting it done—it's so much harder. Hmm. So you know, then I just said I'm going to follow what all the self-help books say. Announce your goal to the world because there's nothing like the fear of failing publicly, you know, to yeah. motivate you. Yeah. So that's what I did. So after that, you know, everyone took care that I never fell off the bandwagon. They would be like, "Just get back to it. Write that book. What are you doing? Have you translated it? What's going on? Where are we with that book?" So then it just somehow happened. So I think you know, it's a great trick and it really works. how does one actually manage the two is what i'm trying to figure out here because there are multiple people who are either of the opinion that you either become a writer or you don't i mean you know it's it's never a 
I can be a writer also while doing the ten other things that I'm doing, and you're actually doing it. What I want to know is how does this process work? See, actually, a lot of people have asked me that. You know, I had this boss say, you know, why are you doing so many things? But you know, I don't think I'm doing so many things. I just think I'm just telling stories. You know, it's just that the format is different. For instance, if I'm working on a TV script, it's just you know storytelling in maybe thirty seconds. Hmm. If I'm just writing a radio jingle, you know, it's 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 just like a song. But if I'm if I'm writing a book, it's you know so many words. So I just don't see a clear demarcation. For me, it's just you know I'm just doing what I love, and I'm just going with the flow. I'm just telling the stories I want to tell. I'm you know writing stuff that that is very close to my heart. That means something to me. So Vibha, I want to take you back to your first ever book. and possibly this is the time that you were uh, again you mentioned that that was your translation and that point in time you were probably you had a full time job and you were working on it how do you come about okay. a first project idea and pitch to a publisher see in my case what happened was i grew up in kolkata and uh, i was very close to my maternal grandfather the late shri vishnukant shastri and he was this prolific author poet and he was the editor of a spiritual magazine so you genetic hai give all these <laughs> ha i blame everything including writing on my genes but you know my grandpa used to say you know i think you can write because you know you keep telling all these stories to all your cousins so i said no that sounds like a lot of work uh he was just you know reciting a poem so unhone bola ki um koi dukh manushya ke sahas se bada nahi and then he paused कोई दुख मनुष्य के साहस से बड़ा नहीं वही हारा सो यू नो आई वाज जस्ट रीडिंग समथिंग एंड आई सेड जो लड़ा नहीं सो ही सेड ओह माय गॉड यू कैन राइट पोएट्री तो हाउ डिड यू नो दिस सो आई सेड नो आई जस्ट थॉट दैट इट राइम्स सो यू नो दैट दैट दैट्स व्हाट इट शुड बी सो सेड नो नाउ यू हैव टू कम अप विद सम पोएट्री एंड इट कुड बी एनीथिंग अंडर द सन सो आई एम लाइक ओह गॉड दिस इज यू नो टू टफ बट देन इट जस्ट केम आर यू सीरियस दिस इज ऑन अ डाइनिंग टेबल ओके Yeah, and it never stopped. Uske baad, and you know, he had this little book in that he used to write, you know, shays, mohavre, anything that you know, a gazal, a couplet, anything that inspired him. So when I wrote my first poem, he wrote the first two lines in that book. So it's personal. So, and it was, you know, something. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, that was so special. And uske baad to that's it. You know, I used to, you know, write short stories and send it off to Tinkle, and then 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 never used to reply. But you know, I was like, you know, when has that ever stopped an author? So just keep writing. And then during Children's Day in Ashokhan, we had these plays, right? So I used to write all these plays, and we used to perform them. So it just became very real, you know, as time went by. School magazine contribute to pen strokes. So I used to love doing all that. How does an author deal with rejection, Vibha? Because you said, you know, मैंने इतनी बार टिंकल को लिखा I think कितनी बार ऐसा होता है that हम as writers we're so used to writing to people and we've heard these stories multiple times. You say a J.K. Rowling, you know, दस publishers के पास गया and it was uh, rejected. This rejection story to really getting yourself published the first ever time. Take us through that process. So uh, when I wrote my first book, I just you know googled the email IDs of all the publishers, and I just send the proposal. You have to write a proposal, so you have to introduce yourself. Say you know I'm so 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 and so. I do this, and this is my idea, and this is why I worked on it. Then you have to share uh, maybe a you know brief synopsis and say this is my concept. 
and this is the whole idea behind it and then you have to share a couple of sample chapters once you send that out then you have to just basically wait for them to you know write back to you sometimes they write back sometimes they don't write back sometimes they write just one sentence sorry it's not suitable for our list and you know initially i used to wonder what list what are they talking about mm. So yeah, uh, for my book, actually, you know, I heard back from a couple of people, but the first was Rupa Publications. Okay. And uh, it's it's uh, one of the top publishing houses in India, so I was very excited, and I just went ahead with them. So the the, the publishing house says yes, no, whatever, and then you go about, you know, taking it forward from there. Is it the same process over and over again after you're published? um uh, well sometimes you know what happens that the publishing house approaches you they may have read your or previous work and you know maybe they like your style or you know they like your approach and they they brief you on a certain job and they ask you if you would like to write something in that space okay. and then you know if that sparks something you know in you then you take it up or you just say no viva is this monetizable Oh well, I'm not sure if you can just pay your bills just being an author, you know, Got because it. most of the authors that I know they all have day jobs. Right. And but I think having said that, I think things are changing because you know now we have uh, these book to screen adaptations. Right. So you know we have our book rights optioned, and if uh, if by God's grace they get executed, I think you know then authors get to make a good deal of money. Interesting. But until that happens. until that happens yeah, it's always like a you know keep trying yeah <laughs> how how long does one or should one try until it's not working out so yeah interesting question so first thing is if you want to become an author you need to ask yourself why do you want to become an author hmm. is it just because you know it's a job to you hmm. or it's just a hobby to you or it's your vocation it's your calling yeah because if it's your calling you're not going to be concerned about the rejection how do you so figure out yes. so viba how do you figure out if it's your calling that's an interesting point because most of us feel um maybe we can write and maybe we can be an author sometime and it gives you that high ki i'm a published author or a writer but if it's my calling or not how does one realize that i'll just tell you how i figured it yeah, out yeah. so you know for me Uh, my hobby is to write uh, urdu poetry so i write that and i post it on social media and i have zero agenda when i write it you know it's i'm not looking to get published i'm not looking you know to say that oh my god i'm touching hearts no i want to write it because you know i love that language i'm trying to learn it and i'm trying trying to express myself so Got it's it. my hobby lovely make mm-hmm. sure about that and you know i'm i've been in advertising for more years than i care to admit or remember so that's my job and my career you know so you know writing you know writing stories or you know just writing that's my vocation because tomorrow if nobody is publishing me nobody is going to read my book i'm still going to be writing nice. no but i'm saying no no please don't do that please do read my stuff but god forbid if that happens i think i'm still going to be writing i mean would you do that even if you are not paid for it you know that i think that's a question one needs to ask themselves see i think you know when it's your vocation nobody needs to tell you to do it you know that it's for you it's like a voice in your head that cannot be ignored mm. you can't not do it it comes very naturally to you and when you sit down and you do it you know those rivers of joy that yeah. the sufi saint rumi talks about they are real you feel those you are in the flow and you can't hear the doorbell ring you can't <laughs> hear the phone 
you can even ignore that you know siren call of social media lovely is what are the career prospects uh, vibha if we must you know you mentioned book to screen adaptations and that that's something that has come up in the recent past what else can a budding author writer expect when they're writing so you could write fiction you could write non fiction sometimes you know uh, publishers approach you and ask you if you want to become a ghost writer hmm so you try that you know sometimes your strength is you know editing you know you could get these freelance projects to edit one of the interesting aspects about this particularly i'm talking i'm going to be talking about fiction stories because i mean non fiction you have all the gyan that's available on social media also today everyone's a writer but uh with fiction stories anything else apart from uh making it a you know a book to screen adaptation and of course a book that sells anything else that one can expect as a fiction writer uh you said something like everyone's a writer i want to just add to that you know everyone's a critic ha huh. you know these days you cannot just post something without anyone having a comment or yeah. a view on it you right. know so the thing is you know you are you just have to keep putting your stuff out there right you know because jitni you utni know, baatein people will have a take because you know if when, when i used to write a lot of uh, romcoms it's like madam what and all are you writing romance so i said <laughs> no i have translated a book on the upanishads you want to read that they like no madam that's too heavy and then if you write for children people just assume you know it's then you just graduate to writing for adults no it's not like that people will have their own take you just have to keep doing what resonates with you this you is know? an interesting what point yeah this is an interesting point vibha because you are one of those authors who's written in multiple across genres if one must you know there's been children's literature there's been uh, the upanishads or there's been you know travel logs etc is it important to stick to a niche or again is it a choice that a writer makes i just think you know you should just do what feels right to you right. you know because i think you know only that's the only way you can keep at it you know because if you just start writing with a sense of audience that you know oh my god they are you know they expect me to do this and maybe i should do that then i think you know it just becomes a little artificial and you know your heart's not in it and you're just doing it to you know people please and i don't think you know that's a great idea because i don't think you can you know stick to it for too long but because you write across these genres and especially with children's literature or the upanishads do you think that stories have a power to affect society the stories you know i don't know where to begin because you know stories i think they teach you how to be kinder more compassionate they teach you empathy because you know and at the same time when you're reading about these stories you know you feel seen you feel understood you feel as if you know you're not alone and you know there's somebody else who's going through the very same experience so i think yes stories are great i, I think i'm a big fan of stories i mean what are our lives but stories right hmm just our narratives and how we shape them and it's so beautiful when you you know read about someone who's going through the same experience and it's so wonderful when you read about someone who's totally different from you because you know then you realize that there are different ways to be right and you know since we are living in this divisive world i think you know you need stories more than ever especially when you're writing for children what is your process like in terms of 
doing the research especially if you're you know sort of you know sort of bringing a concept for example say in pinku shergil etc you're talking about a, a young child taking up a career of a you know a pastry chef etc how is it that you does the research come first or the story comes first you know what's the process of breaking down themes for young people so see i'm glad you asked that but here's a confession you know in my head i'm very young and you know uh, there used to be a time when i used to think that i'm 16 but then i just realized you know that's not true because on some days i'm 10 so you know pinko <laughs> is written for the 10 year old in me i didn't really do research i just you know wrote like a child i was not writing for children because right. you know then it becomes a little niche and moralistic that beta ye karo exactly karo. Yeah. so you know i'm just, i'm just being me you know because i love so supporty jokes i said i'm going to just write you know from my heart um so the fact that you're leading these multiple lives vibha there is you know of course as being an author you're an advertising professional you're a mother you're a travel writer so many lives how does one you know create that balance um, so, so actually, actually about the balancing you should ask my family or maybe you should not because you know i don't think there's any balance i just think you know you just have to carve time out So you know what I've realized it's all time management. So you know I'm I'm totally militant about you know not letting anyone waste my time. I think I'm perfectly capable of wasting my time on my own. I, and I do a lot of it. And because you know because we're talking of time, there is also that you know you mentioned earlier on that uh, there are times you're sitting in the office and write probably writing a jingle and uh, something comes up and you're probably then writing a book. Does one thing feed off the other? Yes, totally. Especially you know, in the beginning, you know, because I learned so much from advertising. It was you know how to just respect and stick to the deadline. You know, they were not just something that just whizzed over your head. And then you know, how do you write for a target audience? So if you're talking to CEOs, you know, you won't say "or kya mamu kya chal raha hai." No, that's not the way you would approach right. them. And if you're talking to you know kids, you're not just going to start you know spouting some some gyan. So you know, that's what I learned from it and uh, dealing with rejection. you know because in advertising every day rejection sometimes you know even on sundays so you know internally you have your partner who's you know just doing the creative and they'll say you know i don't think that's working out then you try to sell it to the servicing and they'll say you know oh god public ko kuch nahi samjhega then you take it to the client and the client totally bombs it so you know you're back to the so i think that helps you develop a very thick skin uh, what does achievement mean to you vibha so i just love this question and i think that to me being being able to write being able to do what i love despite all the curve balls that life throws at you is an achievement and everything else is a bonus because everything else comes from that mm-hmm. interesting and uh, on that note we only hope that may life throw the multiple curve balls that it has to to you and may you continue shining the way you do and continue thriving the way you do leading your multiple lives as one superwoman that you are uh, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, having a conversation lovely having you vibha thank you so much yashika thanks for tuning in feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section Do rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Spotify, Jio Seven, Gana, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email on editor 
at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Don't forget to tune in next week again. Voice of Achievers on EP Log Media.